Today I'm chatting with Colleen Bataille of the Walkstar Fund and also the podcast that's connected to that, VCs Off the Record. She's an entrepreneur at heart, working with and as part of plenty of startups, and she's got a background in business development, operations and event management. Colleen's on a mission to build out new businesses that are disrupting and transforming the marketplace. We chat about working with startups in 2020, what qualities it takes to thrive, and we touch on workplace diversity, what the future might look like with all the positive shifts we're seeing today. I hope you enjoy it. Here's my conversation with Colleen Bataille. Good evening, Colleen. Welcome to the Task Podcast. How are you doing? I'm great, Matt. Thank you so much for having me today. It's my pleasure. And where are you today? I'm I'm in Thailand as always, but where are you for our audience? I am in sunny Southern California in San Diego. (laughs) Nice. And it is, from what you were telling me, it is very sunny there at the moment, right? Yes. Yes. It's a little bit hotter than our standard 75, but no complaints here. (laughs) Cool. Well, it's uh, yeah, very different weather here, but um, as it would be on the other side of the world. So yeah, <laughs> so really excited to chat to you, and uh, you know, a few few topics to cover. Um, I think as I will do an intro, so people will have will understand a little bit about your your background. But but I think jumping straight into it, I'd really like to just get a an overview of of you know what stars, what's it, what's it all about. Um, yourself yep. and Gayla, what you're doing with the organization, and that will probably prompt some of the other other conversation I have, have to, to have with you today anyway. Perfect, perfect. So um, as you mentioned, I am part of the Walkstar Fund, and we are actually an early stage investment fund. We're focused on tech innovation being brought to market by inclusive teams and women of color. We affectionately call them walk stars instead of rock stars. Um, but that is a little bit about us. So some of the things we focus on are edutech, fintech, uh, digital media, uh, really anything that is new and different in the market. Cool. And you guys, you're obviously in the US. So you just, I listened to some of your podcasts and, and so I've been keeping up on some of these kind of cool stories with entrepreneurs. You are a US based fund, but it, so is, is it global organizations? Are they just US based? Where, where are the kind of people sitting that you work with and the business? Yes. So um, we are actually, our founders are actually out of New York City. So we're US based, but we are a global, we consider ourselves global citizens. So we are looking for investments all around the world. Um, Currently looking at some things in Asia and Europe at the moment, but we are very open. Uh, We really believe that the world makes a difference, not just one country. So we're we're inclusive in all the terms. Yeah, and I think look, I mean when you're in the uh, in the, in the tech space as we are, you know, a lot of what you're you're doing is funding tech businesses. Really, mm-hmm. the geography of where someone sits now really has no no bearing. I mean, a company can can grow anywhere, right? With the way technology absolutely. is absolutely, 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 and that's what's so exciting about what we do. So we love it. Yeah, right. I want. I mean, it's hard to. Uh, you know, the elephant in the room, the, the virus, the pandemic of 2020 is hard to avoid. And especially I've not, this is the first um, pod I've done with, with someone managing a fund. So, it, and I, I'm very interested to know, you know, what you've seen this year and you guys are still going, you, you, you're kind of gangbusters ahead, but you know, what have you seen 
this year in terms of the differences, how it's been disruptive, how it's maybe been opportunistic? I don't know. But what are generally yeah. what have you seen? Yeah, no, that's a great question. Um, you know, it was interesting. We reached out right when COVID hit to everyone. So there's kind of two facets of the fund. I'll, I'll circle back a bit there. So there's the actual raising side. And then we also work with some of our city programs and government programs on programming for entrepreneurs like myself and other women of color. Um, and so, you know, we just wanted to reach out to everyone in the beginning and kind of see how they were doing and what they were doing. And we got all of these questions just kind of if they were an entrepreneur, it was, okay, well, should I even be looking for capital right now? And what should I be doing or thinking? Um, and if they were an investor, kind of likewise, what should they be investing in? And that's become even more pertinent with sort of the George Floyd and all of the things that are going on in our country at the moment too. But what was really inspiring to see from the entrepreneurs, and you know, I think you as yourself even know this, Matt, is that we're constantly pivoting, right? There's, I, I kind of cringe to even use that word pivot because if you're an entrepreneur, that's just every single day. You're always trying to figure out how, how you're going to change your business and what do you need to do? And so a lot of our, our founders were doing a real assessment of you know, their business value proposition and what could they bring to the table if this was going to be the new normal. And now, you know, as we're entering, what, month six of this, it's really, okay, how are we going to get the capital to make this happen? Do we have the right infrastructure in place and the resources? Do we have the right team in place? Um, and what do our customers even asking for at this point? And, it, you know, is this business something that's going to survive in it? So I, I love our community because we're resilient and we've got all of the grit and determination. And, you know, what was great to see is that, they started thinking this way back in March, so now they're implementing a lot of this change and really trying to get creative with what they do, right? Um, but I think what's really important to also mention there is that they're, start, they're listening to their customers, and it was more than just, okay, you know, I, I have a classroom, I'm going to just throw that all in line. It's like, well, no, how are you really going to do that when you have a three-year-old and a five-year-old and a 10-year-old and how does that look and really you know listening to your customer and implementing that change with what you have I, I think you're a perfect example of someone who's done that right and um, so that was inspiring it was like wow you know what this is a tough time not a time anyone could have foreseen but if anyone can handle it it's it's this entrepreneur community and I think it's really cool to see what's coming out of it so I, for one, am inspired. I can't wait to see what comes out of all this. Um, I think if this is our new normal, it's, it's going to be hopefully for the better. Is all I yeah, say. yeah, definitely. I, I agree with you on a number of fronts there, I think. And also at the beginning of that, that conversation that you were talking about, you know, this word pivot, because I do, I, I'm almost trying to stop saying it because it comes out of my mouth quite a lot on conversations. Then, but it, you right. know, you know, there are there are really great stories of kind of major pivots of startups. If you look back, and you know, startups starting starting in one place and ending somewhere different. But you're right. I mean, there is this constant pivoting as a startup to learn from your first clients, redirect, re-engineer, re-approach. You know, all of this stuff. So yeah, I completely. And I think actually to be in a startup in a year like this, it's very fortunate because at least you have that natural flexibility that you need to take on the challenge. Um, 
which also Absolutely. prompts another another question i suppose you were talking do you tend to work with do you work at a, a seed level so are you working from kind of day one i'm a startup you know we've just built our tech here are our first customers are you working you know beyond series a and beyond all over the place so what stages I mean, do you work with startups yeah so we're actually early seed so um they've usually got an idea fleshed out they've probably had their first um you know, they've got a team of maybe like five to 10 and maybe they've secured their first half a million or a million, um, but they're not series A yet. So we like to work. That's part of our programming side is really helping them to take them to the next level. Um, yeah. And, I, you know, personally, I think that's what drew me to the fund, too, is having been in that side in a startup. That's really where it gets tough and gritty because you're trying to run a company, but then also raise funds at the same time and talking to a whole new level of people um, with a whole new level of commitments, right? That your team needs to deliver. So um, it, it's very exciting, but I, I think one of the most important things for our listeners, if you're an entrepreneur is to really look for investors that are really willing to walk the walk with you and talk the talk with you. So um, who believe in your product and your vision, and they're ready to take you there, not just with a check, but with a tech, with a check and their resources and their references behind them too. Um, and, and that's what we really want to provide at Walkstar. Yeah, that's good advice. And I mean, I think just for some of our listeners, and I know will not understand funds, will not have been, you know, exposed to, to different funds, but, you know, what, just to give some background on what is the kind of, mentoring process that you provide you know is it just do you come in you help with funding or you're there to kind of help with the journey so um there's kind of two facets of it and it really depends on the company and where they're at uh you know we have had companies that maybe they just need a maybe they need you know one check from us and they've got a team and a board because that's another thing as a startup you'll usually need to have an advisory board that could be compiled of a few different heads of funds. So you might have three funds that have invested in your company. And, you know, for our fund, that might be like, you know, Gala would sit on the board of one of these and you're working with that board to then recruit more investments. So say maybe you've got your first million, but now you're looking to get to 5 million because you need to have, you know, 10 more stores across the country or something like that. Um, so for Walkstar, just depending on what stage you're at, we would come in and help you build that board or we would sit on the board and advise you about next steps to take. And that could be in the form of, here's some more investors we wanna introduce you to. Um, here's some maybe additional resources that you might need for your product. Like maybe you have an amazing hair care product, but you don't know how to build a, a factory because now you're, you wanna be in CVS or across the nation or something. So it really does vary depending on the needs of your company. And I would say if you are an entrepreneur to certainly look at funds and um, ways to raise capital that are more than just a check. You really want something that can bring more to you. So um, great. We don't turn down money, obviously, but Walkstar is in it to walk you through the whole journey for sure. Cool. Does yeah, that answer your question? <laughs> it does answer my question. And it, yeah, I think it's, you know, it's exactly what we've, we've done as a business. We're probably at that stage. We're at that stage that you talk about, but, but our, we're, we're not going through funds at this stage. We're going through, you know, we're, we're linking with individuals who want to invest in our business, but in every case they're coming on as, you know, advisors typically. Yeah. Uh, investor advisors. So we've got a very 
diverse board that's growing. And some people come on just as an advisor initially because of their expertise and then make an investment later. So yeah, I could can only agree with what you're saying. I mean, I think having that support in the early stage is so important and having the right investors is so vital. Yeah. And, you know, I think, um, sorry to, to stop you, but I think that's a really good point too, because we especially see this in um, diverse communities, like, you know, black, brown communities where people are very happy to sign off parts of their company um, with that check, you know, so let's just to go back to the hair care example, but say, you know, Jessie Sue has a great product and she went, don't just give away 10% of your company because that's your dream and your vision, you know, and there's other ways that you can have people invest in your company and grow with you besides giving a piece of that pie away. So it's something yeah. for everyone to consider. But, but on that same point, what we always want to stress is maybe a fund is not the right path for your company at this stage. So yeah. to definitely do your research, because it could be individuals, um, it could sometimes even be loans, you know, but there, there's a variety of things out there and different resources for people. So we, we encourage, and you know, sometimes it's shooting ourselves in the foot, but we encourage people to, to check all of that out because your product or your service is the most valuable thing you have. So For sure. Um, and I wanted to ask you something else. You prompted another question, actually, just in terms of what you're seeing this year with the flow of investment. Um, you know, what we're seeing, for example, like we're just, we've just entered a new round ourselves a few weeks mm -hmm. ago. You know, I, I think we had this kind of niggling fear of, oh, this is going to be much more difficult. This is our third seed round. They've been kind of small rounds and this is now a major round. Wow. And instantly it's been easier, which really surprised <laughs> me. You know, we, I think the first call we, we got, you know, we got some investment in against the, the raise. And, you know, as, as I reflect on it, I think that's probably because, of course, we've had a lot of disruption, but actually there's now a new type of investor. There are people looking for fresh ideas, for new, new yes. places to put capital. Are you finding, well, two questions really. Are you seeing that and finding the same thing? And also when you, you know, you touched on George Floyd and obviously the, you know, everything that's happened in that side of the world as well, mm -hmm. has that has that created new areas of investment where people are wanting fresh ideas to fix problems, to change the world, stuff like that. So, so yeah, I suppose there's two questions there, but it's a broad question around what you're seeing yeah. with, with funding this year. Yeah. Well, to answer the first part, so we're seeing the same thing as you. And I think, um, what's great is that people have there, there is capital out there that people want to place and they want to place it wisely. So, a walk star is in what we call a, a builder capitalist. So we're out there um, not to just deploy checks. There's a, it's kind of a, an interesting word, builder capitalism, um, because it's sometimes called an impact investment. And we're trying to stray away from that word of impact investing, which is just, you know, I'm going to invest in something to change the environment or to fix racism or to, you know, clean energy or what have you. These are all wonderful things, but we want to build those companies together. And the minute you attach impact, sometimes it creates a, a misnomer of, um, what's the right word, of, of not being a smart investment. You know, it's just people look at it. So that kind of touches a bit on your George Floyd question, which I'll go into shortly. Um, but in the builder capitalism or in that impact investment space, people are, 
you know, they're trying to get the next best thing, right? With all of this new normal that we're seeing, people want to know like, hey, what is going to be the next Zoom or meetings or TikTok, you know, whatever it is. And what is it going to be that changes the world? Because we're having to look at everything differently and people want to be a part of that. And they're sitting at home with some dollars under their bums, if they have them, to deploy them. So to what you're seeing, I think a lot of our um, entrepreneurs are seeing that as well. And so that's really exciting. I think um, it's an interesting mix of that's there. And then you have these companies that have these great ideas like Task, and it's connecting the dots, really, and trying to get people to have those meetings because what we are seeing is that's happening a little bit quicker than it used to as well. Before it was a lot, you know, the, the cold call and the meeting and then, you know, the back and forth for six months and the due diligence. And now it's like, no, I want to get in there because I don't want someone else to steal your idea before I'm there. So um, I, in that respect, you know, it's very cool because a lot of what we do is around these new and different ideas, um, it, it, particularly in technology. There's so many awesome things coming out there. And um, the hope is just bringing them to market. So it's, it's really thrilling to circle back to everything happening with George Floyd and kind of post that era and um, what we're, what's happening in the U.S. There is a lot, of, um, a lot of interest and a lot of excitement. You know, we're seeing a lot of these announcements from companies like Google and, you know, a lot of the banks and things out there are, are really out there and, and trying to either start a fund of their own or they're willing to put dollars where their mouths are. And so for a fund like ours, it's been around just a little under two years. It's very exciting to see. Um, there, there's not too many of us out there, but now there's more excitement around us. And so it's, it's been interesting because now it's like, okay, how do we get you to write that check? And actually our founder wrote an op-ed a couple of weeks ago that was in Bloomberg um, about just that. Like, let's not make this just one moment in time where, you know, you wear a t-shirt, you walk during the protest, Please, please vote, though. That would be necessary right now, 100%. Um, but also that this is a movement that's been going on for a long time. And part of that is putting that money and those dollars into the people that can make the change, whether that's in education or ag or finance or, you know, all of these different areas. Um, we are, we're everywhere and these ideas are there. And so however you write the check, we just encourage people to write it because, a lot of what's happening is talk and not action, unless it's from a really big company and people don't know how to get to those big companies, right? So, yep. um, and entrepreneurs, quite frankly, they don't know how to access those big companies, but they know how to get to a fund like ours, you know, shameless plug there, but we have the connections to those. So, you know, we are just encouraging people like write the check to a smaller fund, wherever it is. It doesn't have to be Walkstar. We're, we're all in it together but um, just to spend those dollars. So that's a very long-winded answer <laughs> of saying that um, it's exciting because I think people want to take action. It's just getting everyone to kind of figure out how they can do it, right? And connecting those dots together right now. So I I'm excited to hear that about you guys though, because there's nothing that kind of you know, gets us more impassioned about what we do than seeing like great companies like yours get off the ground. So I, I love that you're seeing that. And, and I hope some of our others are too. 
cool. That's not, yeah, that, that was, yeah, it wasn't, it was a long, long answer, but it was the right answer. And this, yeah, good, good to, to hear that, that <laughs> advice and feedback. And yeah, thanks. Thanks for your words. We're obviously excited and <clears throat> we're heading into, we, we joined an accelerator program actually next month in the UK. Oh, great. Also kind of support the, um, this round, which is much larger than, you know, what we, what we did last year. So it is encouraging to see that, you know, I think we had this kind of niggling fear of what does the investment landscape look like and have been encouraged by maybe it's because of the space we're in and, and what yeah. we're doing is a bit different. But, and we, and again, I think, you know, it's this whole adversity thing when you're over, I mean, we're, we're what, eight months into the year, six months into yep. the, the pandemic. And I think there is a notion of if you've come this far this year, then you must be doing something right. And you're learning how to kind of turn at the right point and, and keep going ahead. So a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Well, and you know, I think to that point, it's like if you're an entrepreneur and if you've been, if you've made it this far, then, you know, it's all about solving the problem. And if we can f figure out and show that we know how to solve this problem better and more efficiently than anyone else can, whatever that problem is, um, then you're, you're that much farther than many people. And so it, it's just a matter of that. And you know, I think what's great is there's so many resources out there for people now too. And, um, but, you know, one thing I'll say for entrepreneurs is to, to look to your city government. A lot of those websites have awesome, awesome resources and platforms and um, we're on a number of them, but they, you know, they just have guides and websites and things. And there's so much out there that people have access to for free, which is, you know, pretty great. And so I, I encourage everyone to look there. I didn't know how strong that was. And as governments are lacking money right now to kind of do some of the important things, they are trying to build up as much as they can with partners like, like Walkstar and these other funds out there. So um, it, it's a good thing. It's a great resource. And I, I encourage people to check it out. Yeah, with actually on that, I mean, we've seen, we've, we've got a couple of applications in with different kind of corporate grant type um, funds, you know, where you've got these typically large tech companies mm -hmm. uh, that are, that are, you know, providing funding to technology that has, you know, something that's aligned to their mission as a business. Typically when that use that word impact, but often it's in that space where they're looking yeah. at products of impact. Interesting. I was on a call last week and, you know, we were told on that call, Hey, you know, all the funding they have right now for everything they're doing either has to be focused on something that, solves problems around COVID-19 or has solutions around race diversity. And again, I suppose mm -hmm. this is the same question, but are you seeing this, this kind of thing to encourage funding to solve these relevant problems in 2020? Yes, uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Especially on the city side, you know, it's, um, I, I think the thing is they're getting in the U.S., you know, they're getting money, but it all has to go to that. And yeah. um, listen, you and I know how complicated these government processes can be. Um, but I, I will say in applying for some of this stuff, um, it's, it's a resource that's needed for everybody. And so it might have that title, but it's just a way of kind of framing it, right? whether it's COVID-19 yep. or as a small business or towards, you know, diverse companies. Um, but in a lot of the conversations we're having on the city side, they're like, yes, we, everything's frozen, but if we can find a way to show that it's going to help X, Y, Z, then we can make this happen because on the, they have these big corporate partners, you know, who want to be doing something as well. 
Um, so it may not come directly from the governments, but it might come from a corporation. And so if what they're seeing on that side, um, and particularly in some of these grant programs is like, we have the entrepreneurs that need this. So let's connect the dots and figure out how we can make it happen. Um, and we'll find the dollars if we need to. So um, that's, that's what I think is inspiring, you know, because in the beginning it was like, oh no, no, that's just not even an option, you know, unless you're doing this and you have a, a vaccine then we can't talk to you. Yeah. But, um, but no, now it's like, Hey, let's get creative because what we are seeing is like, if we want to survive this, we need to support entrepreneurs and small businesses. And some of the big businesses that may have gotten this money might give it to us. So there's other ways around it. So it goes back to being creative and seeing a pivot. But um, I, I think that's why, you know, I, I keep hitting like, just go in and speak to these people that you do know, whether it's at a fund like ours, or maybe it's just an ally in the city or somebody like that. Um, shameless plug, but we do have a podcast as well called VCs Off the Record. And we have a lot of people come on there just talking about how to access these resources and ways to get creative um, for entrepreneurs. So I think looking for things like that and um, just going to every fund has a website. Ourswalkstar.com has like a whole list of COVID resources um, and funding resources because that's the biggest question is how do we raise the capital right now? Like, yep. you know, you and I can say it's there, but it's also if, you know, I'm trying to have my little company out and wherever, like how, how do I get it out there? So I, I think starting that way is a great place. And I should, you know, you're right. I just say it's there, but I'm talking, you know, we're a year and a half in with a lot of conversations and a network and it, it is not easy. <laughs> I don't want it to sound too easy because I know it's not. I mean, it does take a lot of effort, perseverance, a lot of conversations, a lot of authenticity with how you pitch your business which is so important so yeah and by Absolutely. the way please uh, no shameless plugs don't worry about it just please plug. <laughs> but no, no no plugs are shameless i should say please, please do because everything well, everything you're going to give away is good so um to, to to change topic a little bit and i'm um you know we i put this down in our notes what we want to talk about i want to talk about diversity i am um, Broadly, yep. I want to kind of, you know, we had a call before this um, with yourself and your, and your mm -hmm. sister and stuff and talked about we're a business that, I mean, I think any business that's growing in 2020 has to have a, an, an eye on diversity. It's something that, you know, you, you want to be at the point where you're not thinking about it. It's just natural to the growth of the business. But um, right. yeah, in terms of, I, 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 it's a broad question, but I think let's just air it as a topic and, and talk about it. You know, you guys are in you guys are in the space of encouraging diversity by encouraging female black entrepreneurs to start businesses. I, I would say very simply, uh -huh. but also that in itself isn't diverse. This is the challenge, right? With diversity, you need to encourage certain areas that are lacking out to, to create a more yeah. diverse playing field, but then you also need to be focused on that playing field being diverse. Just, just comments around that and, and wanted to kind of talk about diversity, how you see it, how much more we've got to do. Um, mm -hmm. yeah, mm -hmm. so there's a lot of questions in there to unpack, but yeah, I think yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a good start. It's a good start. Um, I mean, we could talk for hours about it, right? So yeah. I, I think you hit the nail on the head though, in saying that diversity isn't just, it's not just black and brown or women and male or, you know, all of these things. And we, we think of it now in terms of the workplace, but 
it's, it's everywhere. It's in every aspect of society that we live on a daily basis, you know, and it exists on every level, whether it's the color of your skin or, you know, maybe you're a rural farmer out in the Midwest or, you know, in the middle of a farm in Thailand. Um, or, you know, there's so many different ways that we are challenged by class and, and not being diverse and inclusive. And so I, I don't think, and I keep, I said this quote earlier, I'll say it again, because it was just so spot on. Um, the president of the National Urban League, Mark Morial, said this to, to us once, that this isn't just a moment in time, which we've had a lot of moments, you know, over the last hundred or so years, but it's a movement. And what's really inspiring right now is that everyone is on, well, I won't say everyone, but a lot of people are on board, you know, and it's not just one specific group. It's a very diverse group of all different skin colors, all different sexes, all different financial classes, and all different ages even um, that are trying to move towards this change. And the only way that I think that we can do that is by really looking at every aspect of, of how we live our lives. You know, I I hit on education a little bit earlier. It's very timely right now in the US because a lot of kids are going back to school and very challenged by um, COVID obviously and do they go back or not go back and, and all of the different things there. But, you know, we're not even touching the fact that like over half of this country doesn't have access to internet on a daily basis, doesn't have access wow. to laptops, doesn't have pens and pencils or a place to study, you know? And it's like, that's all great if you want to do distant learning, which they haven't figured that out yet. Um, but, you know, at the same time, like not everybody can do that yet. So here we sit in this place where it's like, we don't have access to the tools that can provide us so many things in life. Like so many of these communities don't have access to healthcare. Like, great, you have a free COVID test. I can't drive myself to get to it or take a bus or do anything like that, you know? And so, or these programs that are offered for some entrepreneurs, but they can't get to them. You know, we were on with our clients in uh, Bermuda and they have a lot of small businesses. Maybe, you know, they make blankets or purses or something. And it's like, well, now I don't have that tourist industry coming to my country, so I can't sell my product. I can't put it online because I don't have access to internet. I can't ship it because it's too costly. So I think, you know, when, when you hit the nail on the head with the diversity comment, it's all sorts of issues that we're running into now. Um, but I do think what is very inspiring is that there's so much opportunity for innovation and transformation, right? Like, there's so many people out there that can help this. It's going to take a lot of work. It's going to take a lot of teamwork, a lot of people from all around the globe to do it. Um, but for once, I think that people who have been living this kind of um, systematic racism, we can, we can have a little hope because people are wanting to do it. They're wanting to deploy the capital. They're wanting to devote real resources to it. So it's challenging, um, but it's inspiring. And yeah. I think, uh, you know, like I, I even sit, you don't need to tell me about, you know, how, how everyone across the globe thinks about the U.S., but it's like 
this isn't really just a US problem. You know, every country has these problems of different classes and different colors and different this and like, so it's, it's time to change. I think it's gonna be much harder in some countries like ours than others, but um, I'm excited. I'm excited and I, I think all we can do is continue to have the conversations and make the change happen. And you know, uh, with our co-founder Gayla, um, we talk about this, you know, gosh, on the hour, but it's like this, we're not gonna sit quiet anymore. And that's the difference. Before everybody was too afraid to talk about these things and it's uncomfortable, but it's time to get uncomfortable. And whether that's because I'm a black person or a woman or gay or whatever it is, you know, it's, it's time to just be who we are and fight for ourselves. So um, yeah, that, that's, that's my very broad answer. <laughs> no, <that's laughs> time good. for change and transformation, you know, that's brilliant. And, but I, I'll just say one more thing. I, you know, yeah, I know cool. when we talked um, on our call and we were talking about just example of advisory boards and, and not just placing people on the boards. Um, but, you know, I think that's, that's a very good first step is having these diverse people as part of the conversation and so that they can really tell you their experience and bring a different point of view because that's part of it too. You know, little things like you and I on this podcast but also, you know, let's have so-and-so on the board. Let's have so-and-so in a real position to make a change. Um, and, and that's what's going to do it, too, is, is making all of our teams, whether it's at work, you know, in your kid's classroom, whatever it is, but making those more diverse so that that becomes our way of life and not something that's uncommon and an extra effort we have to make. Yeah, completely. And I think just to that point, and firstly, thanks. I mean, that was, that was a long answer, but the question was not a very simple question to answer. Without, <laughs> uh, so, you know, it was al it's almost a book-worthy question. So. It is, it is. There's a lot there, and you're right. I mean, the thing is, there is the U.S. situation now. There's that perspective, but then the world is diverse as itself, and, and these problems exist everywhere in different ways. And I'm, I'm in a place where it... it yeah, the, the, the problems here, are, you mentioned some of them, actually. I mean, these challenges with tourism and th there's all sorts of, you know, challenges country by country. The U.S. is just out there now. And I think you're absolutely mm -hmm. right when you say what it feels like now. There's almost this kind of, oh, this almost like we're tired of it now. It's like this is the yeah. this is a shift now. It's not just, you know, it's not just another news incident that's going to go right. away in a couple of months. This is now a you know, a kind of uh, society-wide shift that may take a few years or whatever, but it's going to see quite a number of major differences out the other end of it. So I, I totally agree with your sentiment there in terms of what's happening. Um, yeah. And then to your point, yeah, I mean, the, yeah, the board thing. I mean, we, I, I think the question I asked on that, just for our listeners, you know, we had a very open conversation I was talking to you about, you know, the, this, this difference between diversity for the sake of diversity and diversity because it's something that's important. So I, I think it's the wrong mm -hmm. decision where you're just saying, hey, let's create a business or a, bo a board that's diverse. Of course you want diversity, but it's, it's being open to diversity from the, from the point of looking for new people either on the board, in employment situations, not just going out and saying, hey, quickly, let's look diverse. Right, we, right. Which you do see that happening a bit, I think, which is a, a problem in itself because it's actually the, yeah, it, it's as, yeah, that's not diversity. Diversity right. is having an open mind from the point of where you're in, you know, where you're hiring, where you're looking at the investment community and everything. So, 
yeah, just to agree with you on that point. So yeah, no, and thank you for clarifying the question for our listeners too, because I, you know, I think that it's we're going to have an interesting mix of both, where people are just doing it for the the action of doing it, and then those that are really trying to implement it. And you know, I what I think is great is a lot of our conversations are around people who are really trying to to implement the change and be more inclusive. And um, you know, it's it's inspiring to see our our founder has some some funny words around it um but i will i'll let her do those when she interviews with you um but i you know i think what is great is that people are are ready to do it and step up and so um you know if if it starts with them just making a a swipe we can hopefully motivate them to do more and call them out on it right now so cool um i think it's I look at it as like, this is one of those crazy years in history that, you know, your grandparents talk about, but gosh, when we come out of this with all these new innovations and this new way of living, it's going to be pretty awesome. And I just, you know, hope we get to see it. It's definitely, I mean, I think, you know, in our lives, I would be surprised if this year is not the the, the major year it's certainly seeming like that and actually someone said to me something interesting on a podcast the other week when I we chatted about this he was like no 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 this is the beginning of the major decade that's the point it's the oh. I never thought about it that way he was like no, no no it's not just a year this is 2020 so when you look back it'll be like you know that was the decade when things changed so wow he I was talking that. more about you know all the work needed in the environmental space which was going mm-hmm. on anyway but yeah, so I, I did. I, I liked it. I think that's a much better long term view because one year is very short, as we're all finding out. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we're almost in September. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, pretty, pretty much kind of drawing, drawing to an end. I think just one question to 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 kind of um, finish off, you know, what advice would you give? I mean, you've given quite a bit actually throughout this podcast, but I think, you know, if we just focus in what are the most important things for entrepreneurs, for people, you know, making their way through 2020, either as people with ideas or, or people yeah. starting to fund those ideas, what, what advice would you give Colleen to those, to those people dealing with 2020 in the future? Yeah. Um, so if you're an entrepreneur, uh, I would hope that you are already figuring out the pivot as much as we don't like that word, but we'll use it. Um, <laughs> I, I hope that you're figuring out your pivot and taking a real assessment of your product or your service that you have to offer and how you're going to face this new normal. Um, talk to your customers, talk to your investors, uh, look at the different resources out there for, for how to keep your business afloat. And, you know, definitely check out the Walkstar website, your government your website, your city website, watch our podcast, or listen to our podcast, VCs Off the Record, um, and just try and gain as much information by talking to everyone in your network and your ecosystem, because that's, that's really what's going to help you um, and help stimulate your brain and how to pivot in this moment. And, and don't give up, you know, this is... This is nothing you haven't faced before. And it's just about being resilient and, and going in with grit and believe in your product and make your investors believe in you too, because there's a reason you started doing what you're doing. So it's, it's all about figuring out how to maximize that. Um, if you're an investor, I encourage you to look at those companies like Matt's that have um, pivoted quite well and are facing this new normal with even more brilliant ideas and brilliant products. There's so much out there. 
Um, so I encourage investors to look at funds like Walkstar and other diverse funds out there um, that are focused on this new innovation because there's a lot coming down the pipeline and um, we need that capital that you have to offer. So final point I will make if you are an entrepreneur is to look at all the resources available for funding. It's not just with uh, venture capital, but, you know, loans and crowdfunding um, and personal individual investments as well. There, there's a lot out there. So just talk to a trusted source like us um, and or Matt, people that are going through it, because there's many, many ways to gain access and uh, people are looking for ways to do it right now. Brilliant. That's all I'll say. Great. <laughs> Look, thanks a lot. And just, just finally, I know you've shared kind of, you know, the, the podcast, you've mentioned things during the podcast, but maybe just to, to finish off because people will always write this stuff down at the end. If people want to, if people want to come and find out more about yourself, uh, about the fund, if, if they want to kind of connect with you directly, if that's okay, what, what are the details you can leave for people to kind of find out more and, and get in contact if they need to? Absolutely, absolutely, and thank you for that. So um, our website is walkstar.com, that's W-O-C-S-T-A-R.com. Uh, you'll find access to all of our resources on there as well as a way to connect with us directly if you are an entrepreneur. Another great resource, as Matt mentioned, is our podcast, and that's called VCs, so V like Victor, C like Cat, S off the record. Um, that's on Spotify, Apple, anchor anywhere you listen to podcasts we release weekly on wednesdays and we'll hopefully be chatting with matt shortly on there as well it's a great place to just uh, listen to the conversations that we're having and the real talk we're having like we had today and lastly i would suggest you follow us on instagram um it's at walkstar fund we are often on panels, um, doing different webinars, part of different conferences, and we're always posting about those, and they're great resources for entrepreneurs. Uh, we're actually gonna be on one in a conversation with the mayor of New York City on Wednesday. So again, that's Instagram, Walkstar Fund, and check us out there. Um, and thank you guys so much for listening today, and hang in there. Cool, thanks a lot, Colleen. It's been insightful, and it's been fun, and really appreciate you giving, giving some time for our listeners. So. Uh, and we Absolutely. will speak again soon. I look forward to jumping on your podcast. So we can't wait to have you. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Great. Have a, have a, have a lovely evening and speak again soon. You too. Thank you. This is a podcast from task task helps you create a measure impact for more information. Please visit task.io.